there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money. Yeah, we're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Hope everybody had a uh, great weekend on tap today in an hour. Sal Palantonio from ESPN on the NFL. And later on in the show, Jensen Lewis, Major League Baseball. Radio Network, and uh, we have a lot to get into today with baseball. But, Paul, we're going to start as a champion was crowned last night in the National Hockey League as uh, Colorado. They take down Tampa Bay on the road to complete it in Game 6. And uh, Kel McCarr is the winner of the Smythe Trophy as well. 16-4 and four in the playoffs. Uh, two series win six games. Two sweeps overall. And this team, uh, you know, I said this uh, last week, two weeks ago, not all the time do we have the best team in a sport win the title or a championship. This was the best team this year. I think we all know that and we can all agree on that. Yes. Uh, they, they had 48 points in 2017. Think about that, how bad they were. You mentioned the 16-4, and four, and that was the best, second-best record in the postseason since 87. 
uh, they did go nine and one on the road, which is astonishing. They closed out every series on the road, so that's impressive. The other thing was uh, what what a job, but suffocating defense in the third period to hold the champs to only a few shots on goal. Yep. What a job that was too. Now, if you want to say all time great, uh, I, I always thought the thing that could have held them back was Kemper because he wasn't a great goalie. But w- w- many people tweeted this all year long. When Kemper was on and he played at an above average level, watch out. I mean, then it was just they were there's just really unbeatable. nothing that you could oh, do. Oh, come on. If he's going to hold you to two goals, there's, they're, they're too potent and you're just going to bury you. Sure. Not to mention an all time great power play that they had. But he was Mr. Softy. I mean, the goal in game five was horrendous. Uh, Ruda, the start yeah, yeah. from the, a slap shot from the boards, corner board, that, that's ridiculous that they allowed. You know, sometimes it's like, I don't need you to make the spectacular. Can you make the routine? But he was great. Uh, and, and the big reason why they closed this out. But a hell of a team, full marks to Tampa, 11 straight playoff series wins. Who knows if Love will see that again? Although I did think it was squeaky bum time. I mean, to, but for Tampa to score right away and then get shut down the rest of the game. But uh, all time in the Stanley Cup final, when you were up 3-1, 36-1. Toronto in 1942. I mean, if they blew that game, though, then all the pressure was on Colorado. Without question. Oh, yeah. And isn't it kind of funny how the the series changed, though, with the totals in the games? Right. And that's, I think it was, what, game four, and then last night where we had a goal, bam, right away in the first period. And you could not get that to go over. And then the game stayed under anyway. So the first three games are like six. Come on. Uh, they were making six plus money to the over. And like all three games got there. And then that completely flipped. And Colorado's beating you in a 2-1 game. You have to give Kemper a lot of credit for that. Yeah, there were five and a halfs out there. The majority of books last night. There was also some huge cross-sport parlays that hit as a result. You know, one guy had the, the Rams, the Warriors, and the Avalanche. Another guy had, did you see that guy with the ticket? He had the Avalanche to win the Cup. Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year, and he had something else I did that see paid that. about yeah. over six figures. But they had a plan. Sackick had a plan. They were so bad. Who knows? Maybe we're, we're going to get there with the Baltimore Orioles. You never know. I mean, at least there's hope. You saw what happened with the Astros, too. They just uh, Cubs did it. Just tear it all down. Stockpile picks. Get some top guys. And, uh, and there you go. Look at that. Colorado to win the Cup. Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year, and the Joker for MVP. Paid, paid almost $200,000. Yeah. $150 wager back huh. on March 16th paid $187,000, basically. And that's because Marcus Smart was 100-1 to 1 to win the Defensive Player of the Year at that time. And the thing comes in. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they got, we talked about this last week, right? How, how many times does a team, when they have that many high draft picks, actually nail every single one of them? The Warriors have done it, and the Avalanche had all these top mm-hmm. 10 picks, and yeah. like every guy they selected turned out to just be awesome. So great job out of them. No, you're right. I mean, they're, they're eventually, look at the Astros, Paul. You can't forget about that. Yep, yep. The Astros were, they were the Baltimore Orioles seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. Uh, and in fact, when people laughed at Sports Illustrated when they put uh, your World Series winner in 2017 on the cover back in 2013, people That's were right. like, get the hell out of here. That's right. And they played for it that year. Yep, yep. It was, it was a good season, and it was a good final. Uh, much better than I think if, if the Rangers would have got in there as well. That was a great uh, yeah, story, probably. but I think Colorado would have maybe swept them or taken them out in five. But uh, full marks to Tampa for what. And, and like they said after the game, who says we're done? Maybe they just reload. But uh, you're right. Rarely does the best team win, even though NBA usually best of seven. But there's been a lot of injuries lately in the NBA playoffs going back. Yep, no but doubt. I, I thought it was a great, great playoffs. 
And uh, I'll tell you, you can definitely play the what could have been angle if you were a Maple Leafs fan. Because they had, they had that team down 3-2 in the first round. And they just couldn't solve Vasilevsky in overtime as well. Yeah, there was a pretty good, chance, pretty good chance the Maple Leafs were like the second or third best team in the NHL. That was possible. It just so happened that because of the new seeding process in the opening round, they caught the Lightning and lost the seven-game series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they, that team easily could have gone on a huge run and played Colorado for all, all the marbles. Easily. I'm convinced of that. Yeah. So They also had to do this along the way. I know he went 6-0, and but they had to put a backup goalie in there too. So to go 16-4 and when he had to play the backup goalie yeah. significant minutes and in a conference final. But a hell of a team, yep. no doubt. Good point. Good point. Also over the weekend, uh, Xander Schauffele won the Travelers. Right? No surprise, right? It's not a major. So this guy can actually win more tournaments. That's okay. He can. He will. He's won six now. Uh, I tweeted this out on, I think it was either Friday or Saturday of the U.S. Open. Uh-huh. When I came out of my Xander betting retirement for that event, the full retirement starts right now. Going back to last week, I'm to the point where if he wins, he wins. Good for him, and so be it. I won't care if he wins when I don't have a ticket on him. Not worth a financial or mental pain. A lot of people keep receipts. It's fine. They came back at me yesterday. That was meant for majors. I will not be betting Xander Schauffele at majors. I, I, here's one small caveat. If he goes to 60-1, to 1, maybe. But at the current number where Xander's been available at for like five years, with the field of golfers that we have in it, I'm not betting him at a major at 20 or 25 to one. Never gonna. And if he wins, good for him. But these non-majors, he can win these these tournaments. That's okay. That's fine. And it was a good tournament. And yes, good drama. Pe- Pe- Cantlay just completely oh. fell on his face yesterday. Oh, six over. That was very important. We'll get to top tens and matchups. Right. Oh my God. But uh, how what, is it? Thigala. Uh, Thigala, 150 to one. I mean, he has the lead on 18. How many times did he hit a shot and you think it was in the water oh, with his reaction? It's like, what are you doing? You're yeah, fine. Yeah. He did it over and over Her, again. The herky jerky all over the place. Yeah, he's got spunk and charisma, though. I like the kid, but he's uh, a bit of a lunatic out there. But I thought he was going to pull this off 14 to 1 to win entering Sunday. But I will never bet on Shoffley. Never say never. I'm saying never. never he's okay. not a killer. His, he played the back nine. Like he had a five-shot lead. Oh, no, no. What's he, he doing? He, he was so tight, and you can, oh. man, come on. You can see the, he's making a charge at you. Come on. How many times did he have that birdie putt from way out? He left it short, way short, mm-hmm. every single time. Sure Go did. for it. It's like he didn't yeah. want to put himself in a position where he would have a tough par putt or could bogey. It was ridiculous how he played the back nine. That shouldn't have been close. Beautiful shot on 18, though. No, oh, and then to close yeah. it out. Yep. But that's. But also know, the, for Thigala to go well, into the, the bunker. Collapse, and then, yes. I mean, that just, that's a complete crusher. Yeah. That's a little bit like Mito Pereira at yeah. the PGA. For him to go double bogey there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good tournament, good drama. But that was, uh, that was horrible how he played the back nine. And I'll throw this one at you as well. The College World Series, a dramatic game yesterday. Ole Miss, congrats to people who had Ole Miss on tickets to win that thing. Um, I know, Paulie, we know somebody who had Oklahoma, get this, at 450 to 1. 450 to 1. Now, it's none of my business, uh, like how much money he came back with an Ole Miss, but I did. A- I had to ask the question, did you Did you get a little bit on the other side? He goes, I had to with this one. Does he work here? He works in the racket. Okay, yeah. He but works in the racket, that, yeah. Well, that was, it was the year of the upset. I mean, uh, Tennessee, number one, couldn't even get out of the Super uh-huh. Regional. Notre Dame surprised them. Uh, Oklahoma was a surprise. Ole Miss, ton of upset. Stanford, I think, was top five. They couldn't do anything. Vontech was... Top five, top ten. Right. I mean, there were so many teams that couldn't even make it to the College World Series and get out of the Super Regional. Yeah, so these teams were all ba- basically yeah. long bombers yeah. not that long ago. And then I know that you're excited this week as well. It's it's Look, I mean, it is a very busy week in the NBA. I know that the draft is over with. The finals 
you know, they concluded more than a week ago now. But this is juicy because some of these big names, like they have to decide by Wednesday. Oh, that's the deadline for Kyrie. I know. Uh, ever, some people say it's the best time for the NBA, uh, free agency, the best time of the season. Uh, considering how bad the playoffs were, I think you're right this year. Then we're looking at a possibility here where Durant and Kyrie leave, both. Because if Kyrie, who has to make his decision Wednesday, I mean, if he leaves, why is Durant going to stick around and say, yeah. well, Ben Simmons, sign me up. Okay. I mean, wouldn't that be awesome if the last guy standing in Brooklyn is Ben Simmons? And then he just retires. <laughs> Get that. Get the back's so bad, I can't play oh, basketball anymore. Great. I would it, love to see that. Yeah, it's heating up. I love this stuff, you know, because uh, what Dame Lillard put on Instagram about Durant. Well, if you're, you're, ta- you're talking about one of the best players in NBA history could be available here. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. This is juicy. I would actually be super excited if you would go to Portland. That'd be awesome. I think that would be phenomenal. Uh, yes. It would be like, set your clocks, right? Set, right. set an alarm to watch Blazers basketball every single yeah. night. Right. And you don't want to be like 1990 Sports Talk Radio guy about, hey, we'll, we'll give you two picks and uh, some <laughs> scrub. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, it's fun to talk about the possibilities about where this guy could wind up. And with both guys, there's no telling. Number one, uh, you know, Kyrie's a prickly pair. And he, if anyone's going to walk away from $30 million, it's him. The other one is Durant. Who knows? Could he go to Washington? Could he go to Portland? Could he, who, you can't predict what Durant's going to do. Let me ask you this quickly. Are you going to grab a piece of the Lakers to win the championship if you can find 25-1 to 1 or in that neighborhood just in case they land Kyrie? I still don't think. I mean, where, where they are in the pecking order. Even if they land him, where are they? I mean, there's still no level. What's and, and the then, level of commitment out of that guy? And too? beyond that, you have to get to: Can they all like? Are they going to be all healthy next year? Yeah. Like, well, I, one, I need to know about Anthony Davis. Yeah. Well, if one guy understands him, you think it'd be LeBron. Yeah. Uh, the first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Up next, big picture Major League Baseball. What a weekend! Uh, the regular season is coming easy for the Yankees, but will the postseason? And the Red Sox are sizzling. And yet, this will let you know how good the Yankees have been. Details and all of that coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Wimbledon Week, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbooks, your go to book for all tennis related betting. Through the 4th of July, place a $25 wager on Wimbledon for a free $10 live bet to use on any Wimbledon match at Bet Rivers. Log on to the Bet Rivers app, and you can even bet live stream tennis matches right from their online book. Bet Rivers, plenty of ways to bet. All the futures are up in Major League Baseball and always the house special. Paulie, how awesome was that Houston and uh, New York Yankees series over the weekend? A four game set, and you had all of that take place where the big comeback on Thursday night, the game-winning hit by Aaron Judge, led into a great performance by Verlander, and the Astros a comeback yep. and get game two. Yep. Then the, the performance by Javier. What? A combined no-hitter. He strikes out 13. Could have been 14 guys that he struck out. Then been no hit since going back to when the Astros did it in 03. Uh, that other and combined no-hitter. The Astros no hit get him again and, yeah. and combined. Isn't and, that? And, then, and then yesterday, they're no-hit through six. Yeah, that's right. And then yeah. Judge does it again. <laughs> they may win 110 games, and they couldn't get a hit for a game and a half. Astros should have swept them. Yes. I mean, they were too blown. I mean, that someone put 300. I wonder if it was Evan, our buddy. Someone at DraftKings put $300,000 on Yankees' run line. I mean, that Yeah, 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 yeah. It's three it was one. probably Evan. It was three to one, bottom of the eighth. All rise, and that, then it's the walk-off. I mean, that, a base hit, nothing. Yeah, he's got to leave the park for you to cash that ticket. Uh, okay, so based on what happened then in the two games, yesterday and then Thursday night, the Astros are probably going to walk away from the series thinking, eh, we need to do something about the bullpen. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, that, well, you certainly you got to be a little bit concerned about that matchup, though, if you're the Yankees. I mean, they completely tied you up and shut you down oh. offensively. Start the starters, anyways. It was total domination in the well, first four games. S- sign me one, up for that seven-game yeah. series. One, yeah, right. One mistake er- early by Valdez as he gave up that home run Thursday, and then they shut him down, and the bullpen blew the three-run lead uh, in the in the ninth, and they walked it off. So they walked off two of the the two wins and two games in the four four games. Or game set, but between the no-hitter and what the starters did, they totally dominated. Yeah, I don't want to completely overreact to what the Astros starters did, but if you guys pop that back up again and look at what a potential series could look like, if we go, oh my, if it would fall like this, where we could go Verlander and Cole in game one, I don't know who the Yankees would throw in game two. My guess would be Cortez, but Cortez against Valdez or Javier? Well, we'll see. Severino's been good. Uh, yeah, sure. But, you know, Nasty Nestor's got to keep this up, but I think it could be a regression. I think so, too. And yeah. then Tyon's also been really good. But, but look at the numbers overall, and 
Yaquidity is the worst guy in this screen, and he had him no hit through six yesterday. Yeah. And you know that both lineups can absolutely mash. So, and I talked to two different bookmakers, by the way. I talked to Chris Bennett here at Circa, and here's the way I phrased the question. If they played a seven-game series this weekend, or if you want to project ahead to a possible seven-game playoff series with the same rosters, what would you make that seven-game series price? Chris Bennett, off the top of his head, told me Yankees minus 130. Wow. 130. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of respect for the Astros. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Avella, DraftKings, said he would make it 170 if the Yankees had home field. The Astros 125 if they had home okay. field. Adjusted win totals, Yankees 106, Astros 97. Well, they're good. So it's uh, they're both win their divisions. But that's the, the cardiac kids, right? They have 10 walk-offs. In the last 50 years, only two teams have had more in their first 73 games. The 74 Dodgers and the 2000 Royals. <laughs> that's ridiculous. But MVP judge does it again. Yeah. They do it again coming up, too. Did you see uh, after the All-Star break, they play? And there's a doubleheader. That the first game back's a Thursday. They play a 10 a.m. Pacific game. It's a doubleheader. Oh, these two teams? They, they, yeah. They, wow. They're the first. Not, they're the first they play yeah, that Thursday right back after the All-Star break. So Good catch uh, out of you. Yeah. So this is uh, sign me up if that's the ALCS. Although the way the Red Sox are going, they might have something to say about that. But that was uh, great baseball. And I will tell you this right now because I'm not the biggest baseball guy. This has been one of the most enjoyable seasons I've, I've, I've had in a long time. So many this Yankee run, what the Red Sox are doing, the A's are awful. That horrible stretch by the Reds. The Braves won 14 in a row. This is great. Yeah, think, uh, one more here on the Yankees now. Ten walk-off wins in the last 50 years. Yeah. Only two teams have had more in their first 73 games. You talked about that one. But also 22-20 and 20 when trailing at any point in any game this season. 22-20. Oh, and 20. Yeah. The next closest team, this is before the game started yesterday, the Padres, 20-29. How are you 22 and 20 when you trail at any point in the game? You're a little bit concerned, though, because good pitching always stops good hitting. About, you know, at some point, I'm, I'm not an average guy, but you got to put the ball in play. Well, for you sure. You got all these guys who are. Well, that's that's the team. But we thought this going in, right? Like the Astros were probably the stiffest competition well, in the American League. Well, yeah, yeah. And the way it played out over one four game set. But as long as like Verlander stays healthy, now that Javier performance was, I mean, come on. That's, that's all-time good at Yankee Stadium, what he did. Mm-hmm. So that's not going to repeat itself. But uh, They cannot get Altuve out. It's infuriating. Guy owns them. Well, you got to go for it, too. I mean, if you're Cashman, you got to end this long drought. Right. But for, for their standards, it is long. How do you think so the go Red- get another big arm. Yeah. How do you think the Red Sox would, would match up against the Yankees in a playoff series? Eh. They're not going to catch them in the division. I mean, but that do you really want to go to war? We're going to have to go to war with Waka and Pavetta's Pavetta. been great. Evaldi, I know. But the Red Sox, who saw this coming? They were 10 and 19. They're 19 and 4 in June. They've gained half a game. They've gained half a game on the Yankees, and they're 19 and 4. That's all you need to know right there. Yes, yes. But they were just everything. They're going to be sellers. They're going to get rid of all these guys at the deadline. They're the biggest disappointment in baseball. I don't know how they're doing. The bullpen is just thrown together and stitched together. 10 and 19. And now they just sweep Cleveland, and they're 19 and four in June. I can't believe it. And this Pavetta story, I get with the guys who won nine to ten. They won nine to ten in his last ten starts. He's having a career year. ERA under two doesn't Naturally, make any sense. He's having a career year. Right, right. But again, over this last, you know, since they started ten and nineteen, they have the second best record in baseball. Uh, they're they're the the series that they've been in. They've won eleven. They've tied two. They've lost one series. That's it. Wow. Uh, almost six runs per game. Number one in baseball. Highest OPS. And they climbed all the way yeah. up past 
you know, other teams in the American League East, including the Blue Jays, who have, oh my God, now at this point, I think you got to say countless problems probably. Yeah, what would you trade Barrios for? Coffee and donuts? I mean, this guy is just I'd probably say a like gas uh, can. a thousand hot dogs. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. yep, you can have them. Yep. Uh, I actually like Toronto today, though. Toronto, uh, Boston's throwing Seabold. They call it good numbers at AAA, but a AAA call up's going for Boston. But here comes Mr. Wet Blanket. You want you want Boston thirty three to one to win the division? Not yeah. to win the division. No? Okay. I, I can't get that but nuts. But they're minus two forty to make the playoffs, and they're they are now in second place. Here's the schedule: at Toronto, at the Cubs, then they play fourteen in a row against Tampa and the Yankees. Then they hit the break. They come out of the break. Toronto, Cleveland, Milwaukee, Houston. So you're looking at a stretch probably of 29 out of, the, out of 32 games where you're playing likely playoff teams. Okay, so the next month. Oh, God. Okay, yeah. Well, that's, so it's going to come back to the pack. I think this team is still going to make the playoffs. I like the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. They're good. Well, I think they're better than Tampa. I think the yeah. lineup is awesome. Yeah. But they can hit, right? If they I, keep it together, maybe make a move, right? I'm not going to get nuts and tell you, you know, 35-1 to 1 to win the division is a good bet because I don't think it is. I think the Yankees are. I mean, their projected win total, as you said, is, is 106. Yeah, yeah. They might win more than that. Who knows? Uh, they're the best team in baseball. And the Red Sox will not catch them. That I just mean, had to laugh when I saw that. You're 19-4. and four, You've gained half yeah, a game. Yeah, oh, of course. It's, it's hilarious, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. But again, that doesn't mean the Red Sox yeah. could not beat them yeah. in a, in a seven-game playoff series. Yeah, I know. That's, you know? Uh, it'd be difficult, but that's mm-hmm. right. And then uh, other news from the weekend. A huge injury. As uh, Bryce Harper, the reigning National League MVP, he goes down with a broken thumb. You probably saw the video. He uh, is on the on the ground for a while. He knew it was really bad. He's shaking, and at some point he starts to yell at Blake Snell, and then he realizes, look, that's my bad. You didn't hit me on purpose. I get that. But when you look at Harper's last 162 games, 42 homers, 55 doubles, 99 extra base hits. Look at the slash line. Uh, 324, 426, mm. 40, 17 stolen bases, and a six war. And as Jason Stark pointed out with that tweet, there is no replacing that. You can't. You can't just take him out of the middle of that line. I know Castellanos uh, had four hits yesterday. He's been awful this year. And they took three out of four in San Diego. Plus 155 to make the playoffs. It's uh, it's going to be yeah. a tough battle now. There's so many good teams or tough you know, t- teams you can make a case for to get those wild card spots. Uh, Atlanta. Probably St. Louis, the Giants. Mm-hmm. Does this hurt or help Schwarber? No protection now? Less protection? Does that hurt his home run chances? Maybe well, catch I, Judge? You going to walk around the leadoff batter, uh, though? Yeah, he had another home run. I know he yeah, did. But that's, yeah. But that's, uh, I don't know. That That's going to be tough now for the Phillies. You're right. His numbers, he knew right away after oh, he, knew he got hit. Right. Uh, uh, Snell apologized. They've known each other since 10, 11 years old. But uh, if. Quick side note, the Padres have lost every game started by Snell this year. What's he making? They're 0-7 when he starts. Is that right? I mean, come on. Now, huh? But, uh, mm. yep, tough loss. Well, here's the no thing. No doubt about it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not betting that team. I'm not going to rush to bet that team to make the playoffs just because the National League, again, is so loaded. We're talking about eight, maybe nine teams. If you want to throw the Phillies in there, eight teams. No, there's a separation. You, yeah, you have the champs. You have the Mets. The Mets still be able to do this without DeGrom and Scherzer. Uh-huh. That's right. And uh, that they're probably sealed it for the Phillies. Yeah, I can't. I mean, unless everybody else on, on that offense can. And people, by the way, people didn't even like the Phillies before this happened. Yeah. 
Oh, so, wait, and how long is he out? That's another thing. Yep. It's just a long time. And up next, you can bet on a lot of big names in this market. We will go over good candidates, bad candidates, and others we have questions about coming up next. The Sports Betting Network. VSIN Summer Specials here, only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today, you'll get the daily best bets, every host, every guest. And if you want the full experience, you get every edition of Point Spread Weekly, the betting tools, the live video stream whenever you want, and it's $19 through July 31st. Sign up now, vsin.com slash summer. All right, we ended the show on Friday by telling you, uh, for those of you who caught it, that we're going to start to talk a lot more football this week, and we are. Sal Palantonio on the show coming up in 30 minutes. And uh, we'll look at one of the awards that you can bet on today, and we'll run down some of the candidates so you can find um, certain sports books. We'll use Bet Rivers here. They do sponsor the first hour of the program. And odds are up for the comeback player of the year in the NFL. And again, this season, Paulie, a lot of big names are on the list led by the shortest shot in the board, Derrick Henry, at 3-1. to one. Now, I will ask you, mm. he, he played in eight games last year, and he was awesome. He had 219 carries for 937 yards and 10 touchdowns. There was MVP talk with Derrick Henry last year. He missed the rest of the regular season. He came back and rushed 20 times in the playoff loss to Cincinnati. Does that ding him at all? That he actually played in eight games last year and then came back in the playoffs? Well, I'm trying to, like, Think about this, about how voters will approach this. Will they hold anything against Henry for that? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I would think uh, McCaffrey has a good case because uh, he got hurt early in the season. I get some of these guys, I can't imagine a scenario where they would. Mariota, Danny Dimes. I, 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 do, I don't think. Why not Mariota? Oh, come on. That, that's a horrible team. Is he even going to win the job? That's number one. How many games is he going to play? Will he be the quarterback week seven? Oh, no, no, no. I understand all of that. I'm asking I, if he does actually win the job, goes out there and plays oh, the entire season. They're, they're, I can't. I don't see how they can win six, seven games even. I mean, and what would his numbers even look like? I mean, I, I like the guy, but what's he's not going to put up big numbers to, to warrant consideration where he could win something like this. I don't know. This isn't like Alex Smith where you're coming back. All you have to do is step on the field. Oh, no, that, that's, uh, this is different than Alex Smith for sure. But I, I don't think they have to win a lot of games. I mean, if you look at his career – he started six games in 2019. He played in one game in 2020, and he was a backup all of last year again. If he comes back yeah. and starts the entire year, he'll have good numbers. They'll get creative with him. He's got weapons on that team. Mayfield could put up numbers. I just don't know where he's going to get a chance to do it. Maybe if uh, he could get this done in Carolina, I don't know. If Cleveland uh, agrees to take on half the deal. Um, what, maybe but, Dobbins. Uh, everyone likes the Ravens. Maybe he could put up big numbers again. Uh Akers is interesting because he came back too as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, Thomas and Winston then are tied at the at the hip. About both got hurt, but then what's that offense going to look like? Because now you're not going to have Camaro likely for six games. Sure, he's expecting a six game suspension. Well, he, here's like I think it's definitely worth the discussion. I think you have to look at a lot of these guys definitely on a on a on an individual basis here, right? And say what are they truly coming back from? Like we get it. With Jameis Winston, season was over. He played in, what, seven games last year. He had a 14 touchdown to three INT ratio. Um, he's coming back from a pretty severe injury. 
what is a guy like Baker Mayfield coming back, back, back from? Sucking? Yeah. What's Mariota coming back from? Yeah, the guy was playing. I mean, he was a backup, but well, he was no, on the team. He, he wasn't hurt. No, but he lost his job, though. He's coming yeah. back from being really, really bad. He couldn't even start in the league anymore. Well, that was, yeah. So I, the, I, I don't know about that. I think it was, uh, you know, some people in Tennessee thought they should have stuck with him and not Tannehill, but that's, uh, you look at all the bad quarterbacks in the league, I thought he should have been a starter. Right. But but, but, uh, I, but I also yeah. would like to, you know, tell that with this. Do you only... Like, should a player who's coming back from injury only be under consideration? Or should a guy who's terrible, comes yeah. back, has a great bounce-back year, also yeah, be alive for the award? Yeah, good point, both. I, yes. I would think it should be well, both. Yes. Mayfield fits both. I just don't know if he's going to get the opportunities and get enough games to do that. But that would be a candidate. If maybe he could come in there and be the guy and Carolina can surprise people. Uh, Michael Thomas is mm-hmm. third on the odds board at Bet Rivers. He's 8-1. to one. He missed all of last year. In 2020, he had 40 catches. For 438 yards and no touchdowns. I was listening to some uh, fantasy football stuff this weekend, and somebody just, it was a throwaway comment. And he said he took Chris Olave like in the eighth round because he doesn't even know if Michael Thomas wants to play football anymore. And I was like, uh, that is an interesting point. I've no, I have not heard mm-hmm. anybody else say that. Maybe he has like zero passion to go out there and play anymore. Maybe that's true. Well, there appears to be animosity and bad blood there as well. That, 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 uh, sure. Yeah, I can't get there with Winston. I think the odds are ridiculous at 5-1. No, I can't bet 5-1 either. I mean, uh, right. No, I mean, no interest. How bad he's been in his career. And uh, they were they had a horrible passing attack before he got hurt last year. And now you don't have Peyton. And you might not have Kamara. I think those odds are asinine. Yep. Uh, what do you think of 10-1 on McCaffrey? Played in three games in 2020. Yep. Came back seven games last year. 99 carries, 442 yards, 37 catches, 343 yards, and two touchdowns overall. But can he stay healthy now? Or is this going to be a thing with him every single year? I would say McCaffrey and Dobbins on that list. That's what I would look at. Yeah. Dobbins is the one guy Mm -hmm. I wanted to get to. At 16-1, to he'd probably be player number one that I would bet on. Missed all of last year. They got that news right away, as did... um, Gus Edwards, and he's on this list yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. But he had 805 yards and nine touchdowns in 2020. So I think that he's a great candidate. And oh, by the way, you know that they love to run the football. So if he can stay healthy this year, I think that uh, that wouldn't be bad. Chase Young played in nine games, two forced fumbles, one and a half sacks, four quarterback hits, three tackles uh, for loss. But again, he's coming back. He missed not even half the season. He was the rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year in 2020. Uh, I just think that he has too many other good candidates to overcome. Too, mu- too many other big names. Huh. Would you rather have Drew Locke or Trubisky? Come on. Trubisky 20 to 1, Locke 25 to 1? There's a I'd see God the Steelers could maybe get with eight, nine wins. I could see that. So nasty defense. And if you're telling me that Trubisky somehow found his what 2017 mm-hmm. magic with the Chicago Bears, that dude could win the award. Uh-huh. He see Drew to, Locke. If, if yeah. Trubisky has, if so, and I look, this is a huge if. I get that, but if he if he would go back and play like he did with the Bears in his first season there, I think that he would absolutely have a great chance to win this award because the entire narrative has been, this guy stinks. He can't play. Everybody in the entire world has written him off, and if he comes back and shocks the world in that division in the AFC, and they would win, I don't know, nine games, ten games maybe, with with decent numbers. Yeah. I just don't know if I want to bet him where he's at on the board. And I'm glad to see they've uh, adjusted the odds and moved him back compared to other books. But Deshaun Watson's missing a couple zeros here. Yeah. 25. 
<laughs> we, we will go over that here one more time. <laughs> Deshaun Watson, number one on the list. You are burning your two. money <laughs> if you bet Deshaun Watson to win the comeback player of the year. There is no chance voters will look at him, him and say, I don't care how many games he plays. I don't care what his numbers are. I don't care how many games the Browns win with him as the quarterback. Voters in this league, again, I will say this one more time. When a guy came out last year and said he made up his mind in August that he was not going to give Aaron Rodgers the MVP, how do you think uh, voters in this league will look at Deshaun Watson? There's no chance they'll vote for him. Well, he's going to miss best-case scenario. Yeah, exactly he misses right. 10 games. Yep. I mean, this also could be an indefinite suspension. The hearing's tomorrow. This also could be, you know, just cool down for a while here. I mean, they, they want to start it a year. That's the starting, That's point. starting point. That was the starting point of negotiations a sure. year. I mean, the, the Jets have a better chance to win the Super Bowl. Comeback player of the year won't even be on the field. No, it's, it's Honestly, it's the last bet that I would make this year. <laughs> yeah. I would bet anything else in well, the NFL other than Deshaun Watson to win this award. We did it two years, uh, two weeks ago. I think he was 8-1 to one at one point. He was. <laughs> yep. I mean, come on. Here's one other name I want to throw at you. And you can you can matumbo this if you want. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's 22 to 1. He had he played 12 games last year, 38 catches, 410 yards, one touchdown. Again, think about who he played for. Who well, Alan Robinson? For. Alan Robinson. Yes. Yeah. I could see that. You, you, he'll you get could. Okay. Yes, he'll get touches. Yeah. He'll get receptions. I think so. Uh-huh. The, the guy to Good. me has played with the dreck of the league for quarterbacks basically in his what's eight, nine year career. And now he's going to go to the champs, and he's got to play alongside Cooper Cup. I get that. But I think he's going to have a massive opportunity this year with that team. Good list. Oh, it's a, it's a, lot a of hell candidates. of a list. Yeah, a lot of candidates, some big names on there, too. Uh, one yep. more. Like, Travis Etienne. See, to me, again, he missed the entire year. So I get that part. But he's never played in the NFL. He's never played. So we have no idea what kind of a player he was going to be in this league. Can you give it to a guy who's never played in the NFL? Can you give him comeback player of the year? No, I don't. That, that one's. No. I don't, I don't he, I'm with you on that should one. Should he even that's, be eligible to win it? Yeah, that's bizarre. That's strange to me. Yeah. He didn't play in one game? No, he missed everything. Did he? Missed everything last year. Okay. And if you want to go, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is 50. No. Missed a lot of time. Ah, uh, played him. That was late in the year, though, wasn't it? You know what? I never wrote down. I, I thought, thought he, he got I hurt. Thought he, I thought he missed a bunch of games. I'll go. But I'll go, okay, we'll double check that. But he's playing. You know, he's yeah. going to have good offense. Yeah, really good offense again. Uh, FTM at vsin.com. Who do you like to win the comeback player of the year this year in the NFL? FTM at vsin.com is the email address. Up next, we will recap an awesome weekend in sports betting uh, upsets, line moves. Bad beats. We like to call it win some, lose some. Coming up here on Beeson. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. 
$20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money, spelled K-A-L-S-H-I, and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance, and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live as always in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Uh, we're going to start this hour talking some National Football League, and the great Sal Palantonio is kind enough to join us for a few minutes this morning. Good morning, Sal. How are you today? Hey, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. You know, VSIN is one of my favorite websites to visit. I uh, I like your columnist, Steve Mackinnon. Uh, this is my 30th year covering the league, and there's never been, I think, a, a greater amount of information out there, um, as, especially this time of year. I, I like the analysis that you guys do. That's very cool. We, Steve has unbelievable numbers mm-hmm. on every sport. We will pass that yeah. message along to him. I know he's going to be very excited to hear that. Uh, there's a lot of hype in your neck of the woods, a team that you've covered for a long, long time, the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of hype with this team to win the division, to go over their win total, the Jalen Hurts MVP number at this point is unbettable, in my opinion, because everybody's been on it. Are you buying the overall hype for this team this year? Well, you know, I covered the team very closely, 
And at this time of the year, one of the things that I do is do an analytical um, procedure where I just look at strength of schedule based on, uh, you know, what teams are going to face in terms of opposition quarterbacks and how uh, there's been a shift in the balance of power in any way, shape, or form based on the additions in off, in the offseason to the draft of free agency. And I think you should be bullish on the Eagles because they do have an easy schedule. They don't play a Pro Bowl quarterback on the road. That's, to me, one of the big indicators of strength of schedule is how many Pro Bowl quarterbacks you're playing on the road and how many Pro Bowl quarterbacks you're Yeah, and how many Pro Bowl quarterbacks you're playing overall. Uh, a quarterback play is so important. Uh, not only uh, in terms of production, but in terms of turnovers. And I think, uh, you know, that's the one strength that Jalen Hurts had last year. He wasn't terribly productive, but they are going to be better, I think, in the passing game. But he doesn't turn the ball over, and that keeps them in a lot of games. So I think they will improve. I think that they will fight for the division title with the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to improve as well. You know, uh, we could say Mike McCarthy is uh, is it's a prove it year for him for sure, uh, and I and I think both of those teams will fight for the NFC East uh, title. Double digit wins. I believe so for both teams. Yes. Okay. Okay. And how about how about the rest of the division? Because the, there's a great prop. Will the Eagles go over under three and a half wins in the division? What do you think of Washington and the Giants and if the Eagles can go over three and a half? Well, you know, I think, you know, I, I mentioned shifting in the balance of power. And I agree with Steve's column. I, I got the Giants winning over seven games this year, primarily because of the number one addition in the offseason was Wink Martindale. The Giants will blitz more. They will blitz more often. They will blitz more effectively. That will create more turnovers, better field position for Daniel Jones. Mm -hmm. I'm actually pretty bullish on the Giants. I, I think the Giants, I don't know if Daniel Jones saves his job in New York, but I think the Giants will be much, much better. Okay, and then what about the Commanders now bringing in Carson Wentz? Where are you at with them? You know, I'm going to punt on that one. I want to see Carson. I'm gonna, I, I want to see him in training camp. I want to see Terry McLaurin in training camp, happy, uh, getting paid. Uh, I want to see what that offense is going to look like uh, and whether or not Carson Wentz is going to get rid of the football. I'm actually more bullish on the Colts because I think just by bringing in Matt Ryan, uh, what they can do already offensively, just by reducing the number, again, go back to that thing, quarterbacks turning the football over is the number one indicator of success in the NFL. And I think Car and I think that Matt Ryan will help the Colts get back to the playoffs, especially with a Titans team that's now looking to turn the page at the quarterback position with A.J. Brown gone. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm very bullish on the Colts. Yeah. They're, Sal, they're even money to win the division. I mean, I I'm with you that Tennessee takes a step back after what they did. I think the Colts win that division by a few games. Right, you know, and I think the thing is with Malik um, in 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 the fold, I think they're going to want to justify drafting him, 
And I think they're going to want to turn the page a little bit on the quarterback position. And I don't think that that is going to go over well with Ryan. Oh, okay. I, I can see that okay. happening. No doubt. It's followed the money here on VSIN, the sports betting. Now we're talking NFL with Sal Palantonio. What are you, what are you hearing as of right now about a potential, and it's going to happen just like how many games though is Elvin Kamara looking at for the new Orleans saints? Yeah, I don't, I, I think it's wide open. That's a tough one to, to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really don't. I really don't know. I mean, it, it's going to be it's going to be difficult for the Saints to play even you know a few games without Albert Kamara. Given you know they're making a change back at the quarterback position, so it, it'll be a tough one for Alvin Kamara and for the Saints, no matter what happens, and 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 for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you just you just read the tea leaves and you read the reporting done by some of my colleagues. And uh, some of the people out there who are reporting that the NFL wants to throw the book at, at Deshaun Watson. So I think, you know, the uh, the NFL wants to come down hard on some of this stuff as well. They should. Well, what, what do you think is going to happen here? Because right now it feels like almost a full season is inevitable for Watson. Or is that a little bit aggressive on my part? Like, would you be would you be surprised if it's a full year? Would you be surprised if it's eight games? What do you think actually happens here? What's the end result? You know, it's very difficult to predict, right? Because this is the first case that's being adjudicated by the former U.S. District Court Judge, Sue Robinson, Mm -hmm. under the uh, reconfigured uh, NFL's conduct uh, policy. So how this plays out and how the NFLPA, uh, you know, uh, supports Deshaun Watson and litigates this in front of this arbitrator uh, we don't know yet how this is all going to play out, but we know that the NFL wants, I think it's pretty clear from all the reporting, the NFL wants to go a full season and the NFL PA has a pretty good plan to try to defend Deshaun Watson. But it's, it's, it's uncharted territory because we've never gone through this particular process before. Mm-hmm. And Sal, uh, the closer, like, you know, training camps, get and uh, exhibition games, preseason games, the more it looks like this is going to, you know, be Trey Lance's year already with the 49ers when the team comes out and they basically say that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to take a significant pay cut. Um, What are you hearing there? Does that sound accurate to you? And then if that's the case, what do you think happens to Jimmy G? Yeah. I mean, uh, they probably would have traded him if he was healthy, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they probably would have had a pl- a plenty of suitors to trade uh, Jimmy G. I'm a big fan of his. Uh, listen, he played hurt last year and got that team pretty far into the playoffs. So um, it's listen, quarterback play is the number one thing. Quarterback play, quarterback production, quarterback efficiency, and changing your quarterback from a guy who's experienced to inexperienced always creates upheaval and difficulty in an NFL season. You see it over and over again. It's very rare where it doesn't happen. You get, you know, you got to have like a Mike Tomlin as your head coach or a big Bill Belichick. You can go right to Ben Roethlisberger or, or right to Tom Brady, but those, those are few and far between. Uh, so I think it's going to be difficult for the Niners. I think it's going to be difficult for the Titans. And these were teams that were, you know, strong last year, really strong. Well, look, I mean, a lot of people like to pile on Jimmy Garoppolo, and I get it. He wasn't good against the Rams in the NFC title game, but they were up 17-7 
to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, I think people better be careful what they wish for with uh, Trey Lance if he's going to be the guy for 17 games. Well, listen, uh, Aaron Donald and Von Miller and that defense, were, they were the MVPs of that Rams team. You know, it's, it's hard to beat them at home uh, and three in a row in the season, given the talent and the, the ferocity of their pass rush, you know, Number one thing, and I, I, I'm, I'm actually looking at Steve McKinnon's column, and I could, and I couldn't agree with him more. Number one thing, quarterback play. Number two thing, ability to get after the quarterback. We saw it in the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, they 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 sacked them seven times, and and, and still only won by three points. Why? Because Stafford threw two picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. You know, you, you, it's very difficult to make the transition to a young quarterback, and it creates upheaval on your team. And I'm, I'm a big fan. I've always been a big fan of Jimmy G. Uh, I just like the way he, he efficiently runs the offense. I think he was always perfect for that Shanahan offense, for the zone read run game. Uh, and we'll have to see how Trey Lance fits into that. Yep. Hey, Sal, thanks so much for the time today. We, we appreciate a few minutes here. And uh, again, very kind of you to say that about the network and also Steve Mackin, and we will pass that along to him. Thank you. Okay, see you guys. Yeah, be good. And there you go. A couple of uh, really good observations yes. and a bet that he likes. Very good. Of, to win their division. Yep, uh, I'm with him on that. And also the uh, observation on the Eagles as well with the schedule. He is right as well with the new policy and procedures that the insanity starts tomorrow with Watson. And uh, they are going to... The NFLPA is going to use examples of Kraft, Snyder, and Roethlisberger to say don't give this guy a year or a significant suspension. I don't think that's going to go well. I don't think it's going to go well either. No. No, they're up against it here. Yeah. Well, Ben Ben was a couple women. Not, uh, uh, like not this. 20, 26. Up next, we'll get into today's Major League Baseball card, a stat on the Baltimore Orioles that you won't believe. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of 62000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter 21 and over. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, Paulie, let's start this hour talking some Major League Baseball. It's been a hell of a season. It was a great weekend, and we had basically an epic four-game set between the Astros and the Yankees in the Bronx, and Jensen Lewis joins the show now, MLB Network Radio, to talk about all of it. Uh, Jensen, good morning. Thanks for the time today. How are you? Good morning, boys. Always great to be with you. Thanks very much. You bet. Going in, like we knew that the Astros were, like on paper, potentially like the second-best team in the American League behind the Yankees, but and I don't want to completely overreact here, but all, after what you watched in those four games, you'd, I think you'd have to call the Astros the biggest challengers to the Yankees in the American League, yeah? Yeah, Mitch, I, I think that's fair. And uh, by rights, I mean, if, if Presley doesn't give up the home run to Aaron Hicks, you know, early in that series, uh, then, you know, maybe Houston's looking at an opportunity to sweep uh, that series in the Bronx and really make 
quite the statement. And then you have Aaron Judge do Aaron Judge things yesterday, which was remarkable. Uh, and, and I would say that if you're looking at it from a, a futures perspective right now, no question that Houston is there. Uh, I think the Yankees still have some questions to answer in their rotation for the back half of this season. I still think Houston's lineup as far as their offense it has yet to really click on all cylinders. And, and you just wonder in a seven game series, if these two teams end up matching up, you wonder if Houston has enough depth to outlast the Yankees. And I think as they're currently constructed, that's probably the one team that does uh, at the moment, but we'll wait and see how the rest of the season plays out. Well, here, I, I don't think this part of it is going to be an overreaction because I think the Astros, Jensen, are going to come away from that series feeling pretty good when they could have been feeling incredible. And that is based on what happened with the bullpen blowing two games like that. Like, they looking ahead in October, they have to be talking about, like, look, if we have a two-run lead in the ninth, we, we have to shore this up. We have to have an absolute stud come out and, and close the door on this team don't you think, based on what happened in those two losses, they have to do something about the bullpen? Yeah, and, and ironically, because you know Stanek has actually been very good for them. Uh, Hector Neris, uh, mm-hmm. coming over from Philly, was going to be a guy that they could hopefully rely on there in a seventh or eighth inning role. Uh, Rafael Montero uh, has been outstanding all year long for them. I know he had pitched three days in a row uh, heading into into Friday and, and Saturday. I think Presley will be fine, and Phil Maton is probably not going to be pitching uh, in those late-game situations because I, I'm with you. I, I believe at the trade deadline, they're going to go find uh, an arm, whether whether it's a, a David Bednar from, from Pittsburgh. I realize the Pirates are saying they're not going to trade him, but that, that closer type where you can kind of team it up with Ryan Presley and, and have two guys at the back end there that from a matchup standpoint, you, you feel pretty good that the eighth and the ninth inning are pretty much, pretty much locked down. A big series starts tonight in Toronto. And where are you at with the Red Sox, who are 19-4 and four in June, and all of a sudden maybe could, could make some moves at the deadline if they could make some noise in October? Uh, Polly, I'll tell you this. Uh, in covering Cleveland every day, uh, we, are, we couldn't be happier to get them out of here. And I don't think any hotel rooms are available if they want to come back. My goodness, what a... <laughs> What a juggernaut they have, they've been in June. It, it really has come down to their starting pitching. And, uh, I mean, to, to be honest, they're only going to get better, I think, in that department as far as health is concerned. We know Chris Sale is on the men there. Uh, they're they're going to have an opportunity, I think, at the deadline now to be able to, to really reassess. You guys, they, they were 10 and 19 at the beginning of the season, and, and now they're just gangbusters. As you said, they've won seven in a row. The offense is, is really starting to round into form. But, but a lot of this is predicated on their pitching. And, and there's another team that at the deadline, you would assume, finds a way in the back end of their bullpen to, to go get a, a quality impact arm. Uh, mm-hmm. I realize Tanner Houck and, and Jaron Duran not going to be able to play in this series because they're not vaccinated uh, in Toronto. And, and that might be something, guys, just think about it from an American League perspective. Uh, as we move forward, if Toronto continues to play well, you know, who are these guys that are going to consider, you know, getting the shot to be able to play in the postseason? Because let's face it, you know, if Boston continues to play where they are, they still have a couple of impact guys that are not vaccinated that won't be able to play up there. That's a great point yeah. because with the new format, if you have to go to Toronto, all three games would be there in the first round. Right. Uh, that's an excellent point. Uh, so you were hot too. They had won 17 to 22. And then you got swept at home by the Red Sox, but it's a great story. And you start that key series at home in a five-game set against Minnesota. What do you think here if Cleveland can make the playoffs and if Ramirez can keep up this hot streak and carry him? 
Yeah, Paulie. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, Guardians were what six to one uh, in some places to win the Central. They're all the way down to plus two twenty-five. Yeah. Uh, the White Sox finally are not the favorites anymore. I know. I know now that the Twins and the White Sox are all plus money as far as uh, uh, you know teams that that are are there to win the Central. Here's the the intriguing part about Minnesota, and, and I think we were talking about it. You know, they they just lost their pitching coach. They've got a group that's actually throwing the ball pretty well. I mean, they, they their rotation doesn't strike out a lot of guys, but but they keep the ball uh, in the ballpark. They're about league average at that point. The back end of their bullpen has been about league average. It's been their offense that that really has been able to come up with some clutch hits. They've been able to hit some home runs and some timely spots. But right now, you're right. This is uh, another showdown series. Uh, Cleveland took two or three. Uh, in Minnesota last week, and now you get five games in four days because you get one of the makeups in the doubleheader tomorrow. It's a day-night doubleheader uh, because of the lockout and and you know having to reschedule those games in that first week of the season. So uh, a rematch of Sonny Gray and Tristan McKenzie tonight. Uh, it's going to be fascinating to see how uh, Sonny Gray does here. He's always been a guy that's pitched against Cleveland very well, uh, regardless if he's been in Oakland, if he's been in New York. Uh, I, I think uh, for McKenzie, you know, he's given up 14 home runs this year, guys. 12 of them have been solo home runs. Uh, so it's not like he's getting beaten to a pulp when, when he gives up the long ball, but he has been giving up some more home runs. So he's got to keep the ball in the ballpark. You got to keep a rise in Buxton off the bases and Buxton didn't play in a couple of those games against Cleveland last week. So what a series. It's going to be a, a really, really intriguing one for the top of the AL Central. Yeah. It's okay if you don't have a strong answer on this, because I can't remember it happening, but you're in first place and your pitching coach quits and he takes a college <laughs> job. I mean, this is lunacy. <laughs> uh, the pay must be really damn good. Yeah. Uh, for he is a huge fan of Jambalaya and that's, that's all <laughs> it is because I mean, there, there, I, I, I haven't seen it. And I, I know some of the trends Polly have been to actually have major league staffs want to hire, you know, some of these college pitching coaches that have been, that have been really diverse and creative uh, in, in developing arms here. But I, I don't think I've ever heard it the other way where a, a pitching coach decides, no, you know what? The big leagues aren't for me. I'm, I'm going to go back to the college scene. So yeah, we'll, we'll see what it affects from a morale standpoint and, and, and how the twins react to it. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Jensen Lewis, our guest, SiriusXM MLB Network radio host. So, how do you size up the American League MVP race? Couple things here. Would you give it to Judge right now if the season ended today? Uh, and then, what does the race look like? You brought up Ramirez earlier. Like, d- does somebody like Jose Ramirez have a chance? Does Jordan Alvarez have a chance with the Astros? Or at the end of the season, is this going to come down to Judge and what Otani ends up doing? Yeah, and obviously right now, I think Judge uh, is easily the winner if, if you hand out the award today. It, it's not surprising in that in that fact, uh, with the Yankees being the best team uh, in the American League and, and heck, in all of baseball right now. Uh, if you're looking at, you know, sort of a long shot here, I, I think Jordan, because of, of uh, a lot of the advanced metrics here and, and some of the other uh, analytics that, that these voters end up looking at, uh, if Judge... <laughs> Guys, we've been waiting here for like a little bit of regression, a little bit of slowdown. It hasn't happened, and and hey, that's a credit to the player. And then Shohei just kind of continuing to creep up here, not only on the mound but also at the plate. He has stayed really hot. Uh, I I just wonder if people would be hesitant to vote for a back-to-back winner, and and that's why with Otani, unless it's just overwhelming here in the second half of the season, the Angels finally come back to life. Uh, I don't know how he wins it, so. 
you know, Houston, as we talked about, you know, earlier, fellas, they're their easiest challenger to the Yankees. That's why I think we're done. If Houston ends up passing the Yankees for the best record in the American League, I think you can make a case there because Jordan would have to be a guy that really, really performs well. And I mean, if for all of us that have great numbers on Jose Ramirez and great tickets, uh, we might be sitting there as an expense or as a, an inexpensive coaster, if you will, because I just don't know. I don't know what he, he probably has to hit 50 home runs and drive in 175 oh. uh, to really overcome what Aaron Judge has already done. Well, and, and Jensen, we have like a minute left here. Do you think that's going to be a thing with voters already in year two of uh, this Otani explosion where they could have some Otani fatigue already? Yeah, I, I think they might. And, and again, it's easier. It's easier to say, okay, hey, you know, the Angels were great to start and then they fell off. Otani's awesome, but they're not going anywhere. I, I could see just from knowing a couple of these voters, uh, I can see where they would say, listen, you know, Judge's the best player. He's had the best year. He's on the best team. We're just going to go ahead and go with that. Oh, man, I could not imagine thinking like that. Uh, anyway, you can follow Jensen on Twitter. He's at JLou50, again, SiriusXM, Major League Baseball Network radio host. Awesome spot today, as always, Jensen. Thanks for the time. We appreciate that. Great stuff, boys. Appreciate talking to you. Yep, you Good bet. Job. There you Thank go. You. I agree. I, th- I think as of today, Judge would win the MVP. Yes. But if you vote on this stuff, and he just said, that, we need to save that soundbite. Knowing how some of the voters might think they could have Otani fatigue already. Wow, well, if he hits 60 home come runs. Come on. Come on. If he hits 60, shut it down. Well, judge. Yeah. Yeah, if it's like oh, 60 yeah. and he drives in 150 might, or whatever it is, yeah, that could... He's almost at 30, so... Yeah, right. I mean, he's also getting big hits. You know, he's uh, coming that, up with This weekend hits. only helped his cause, right? That's right. Delivered I mean, in a couple of the games. Yeah, two game-winning hits for him? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, I could see that. I don't know if a, if a team wins 110 games and he's driving the bus... And these other guys no. can't get out of their own way, and they still 10 games oh, under sure. 500. No, I can see that. I can't see voter fatigue, though. That, that to me, is not okay with Otani, if that's going to be the reason why. Uh, we will recap the betting weekend that was, a wild weekend, a great weekend. All these big numbers came in as well, with win some, lose some, coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts 
if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.